Welcome to A Bit Spursy. Uh, I'm Dan. I'm Barney. And thank you for joining us for another episode. Uh, straight after the North London Derby. Straight after the NLD. Woo. Woo. <laughs> yay. Oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> I think before we were recording this, I was very excited. Well, as in before the Derby happened, yeah. I was looking forward so much to uh, recording this episode. Yeah. I still am looking forward to recording it, mm. but I think it's going to be a little bit more painful yeah. than what we were both hoping for. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I completely agree. Hopefully it will be enjoyable in the sense that we'll be like exercising the demons or yeah. uh, extracting the poison from our bodies. <laughs> and they are so full of poison right now. <laughs> we are bloated with poison. It's absolutely. It's like I look, I just don't even know where to start yeah, on, on yeah. this one. Um, I guess... Look, I feel like we just we've been holding off talking about the game all of today. Yes, we have. Um, I feel we need, we need to just get right into it because mm. I've got a lot of feelings that I need to get out. Yeah, and I I know you do as oh, well. Yeah. yeah. Um, f- let's just maybe set the scene though. What? When did you watch the game this morning? Yeah. So, um, I think we discussed last episode that uh, this is a game you want to watch live, and in Melbourne, Australia, it's on at three thirty in the morning. Uh, unfortunately, yesterday I came down with some kind of sickness, sick enough that I went and got a, a COVID test, COVID negative, yep. thank goodness. Which is good. <laughs> yeah, which is good. Congratulations. But still quite sick. Um, my alarm went off at 3.30. Well, I like that. It's like, no, but still quite sick. Right? Yeah, I yeah still, okay. Let's just... Uh, still give me some sympathy here. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. I'm trying still to quite sick. I'm, I'm trying to justify early as to why I didn't wake up at 3.30. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's quite sick, quite yeah. sick. Uh, 3.20, sorry, I set my alarm for. The alarm goes off and I was like, I feel like my soul is separated from my body. There's no way I'm going to be able to get up. Um, so I uh, go back to sleep. I wake up at 8 o'clock. The cat is – my cat only drinks out of the bath tap and he was like, I need a, I need some water. Um, wow, so directly out of the tap. He that's drinks a- – that's the only way – he has three water bowls. He has never – had one drop of water from any of them. So that's only, a very picky cat. Then. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I was like, well, you know, he needs it. So I got up and then I was like, well, I'm up now. I'm going to watch the, still quite sick. Right. Yep. Very no, no. sick. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. I just want to make that very clear. Yeah. No, you weren't feeling well, were you? Yeah. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't well. Um, and I went downstairs and I um, sat and stared at the television for 20 minutes um, with nothing <laughs> nothing playing and then I was like oh yeah and <laughs> I put it on and I watched the first half and I don't want to delve too deep into this because we're going to cover it later but I want it known that I fell asleep at 44 minutes and woke up two hours later and then watched the next half that's a very just disjointed viewing yeah um, yeah I thought there was enough in the build-up of like waking up then feeling yeah. pretty average uh-huh. then feeling sick yeah feeling quite sick You're sick yeah oh yeah. No, yeah not coronavirus but sick but still sick, but sick. But still sick yeah. um but then that's an interesting thing to watch half a game fall asleep mm-hmm. did you have any Spurs related dreams during that period I don't know it was like it with the whole thing turned into this weird fever dream. Um, I wasn't sure whether the game was a dream, <laughs> what was reality, what wasn't. Um, but yeah, two hours of solid sleep to wake up. And then I was like, now we begin the second half. Um, and I feel like if that doesn't set the tone for what the first half was like yeah. in this game, <laughs> I don't know what will. But I'm just glad that you didn't fall asleep, have a dream that maybe Kane oh. scored a hat trick, we win. 
three one, wake up, go on with the rest of your day. Yeah. Come here to record this. Yeah. <laughs> and then you've got a totally different set of notes. <laughs> Dan, I'm feeling good. <laughs> I loved that bit where Glenn Hoddle linked <laughs> up with Harry Kane. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. That was amazing. Look, you did better than I did, even though you were ill. Um, I was thinking as well, look, I, I, we need to stay up and watch the game. I need yep. to do it. I need to do it. It got to probably 2.30, 3 last night yep. and I was feeling very tired. I'm, mm. I just can't do it. Yeah, I just can't do it. Um, I had a bunch of work I had to do today as well. So mm. I, was, I was conscious, like, I yeah. can't completely write myself off. Yeah. Uh, and then if we play badly, like, it'll be a whole thing mm. and you just become a zombie for the rest of the day. Yeah. Um, so I actually ended up watching the, the game after work. Yeah. Um, this evening. So it's very, it's still very fresh mm. mm-hmm. um, in my psyche. Yeah, right. So vi- two very different perspectives. One <laughs> fever dream and one straight after work, fresh, ready to record the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I've had no time to process any of my emotions. Great. Um, you might have slept some off. Yeah. Um, but, then, <laughs> but then you saw the second half. So yeah, yeah. Who knows? Um, oh, we're, we're in for something. We're in for something. We're in for something. That's for sure. Um, so look, I, I think. Let's get started um, <laughs> dissecting yeah. what on earth happened here. Um, I, I've got to give another note too that um, I saw that we had had a comment on uh, on our Instagram yep. post. Um, we put up the last post that we put up before this um, mm. game was about Lamella. Yep. Because uh, our last episode was yep. about the Europa League game uh, against Dynamo last week. Yep. Where Lamella had a really good game. Great game. And we talked him up for mm. an hour on the pod last yep. time. He was on our cover. Yeah. Uh, the episode was called Always Take Lamella With You. Yep. Um, after the wonderful Crowded House song. Always Take With You. So I saw these two comments that just came up. I thought I d- disabled all my notifications because yep. I was wary of this happening. Yep. But somehow they still snuck through. And one said, North London is red. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay. Yeah. And then the one underneath, as, as I tried to get rid of that, mm. another one came up which said... Um, it said, this backfired incredibly and disastrously. <laughs> and then I, at that stage, I threw my phone away. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I just need to work out how to get use my phone but not, not see any more. Yep. So I was going into this game feeling a whole bunch of things. Oh, yeah. I was like, okay, um, North London's Red has been said. Yep. But then the comment I saw underneath was saying, this backfired incredibly and disastrously. Yep. Could that possibly have been towards the person who said North London is red? red? Yeah. If the timestamp on that, like, did they post it before the game started? Yeah. And it was a kind of a bit of a boisterous, like, oh, hey, North London's red. You guys are going to lose. So I had, I still had no real idea as to what that happened. Yeah. Uh, sorry, as, as to what had happened. And then I thought, oh, could it be about Lamella? Like, I don't know. He's on the starting lineup, so probably not. I yeah. don't think he could have that much of an impact yeah. on the game. <laughs> so I just wanted to get that out there. Is that is the context from which I from uh, which I watched the whole match? Yep. Those were the two things I knew. Mm-hmm. I still wasn't sure if we'd won or if we'd lost. Yep. Uh, or if Lamel had um, played a part or anything like that. <laughs> okay. So I just had to clear that. Yep. Before going into it. Um, so I think in terms of the initial team selection. Yep. Um, it wasn't really much of a surprise. Like this was our predictor team that we put up mm-hmm. as well. Nailed it. <laughs> we nailed it. We took some risks. We took some risks and we nailed it. Um, can I also, I just want to query before we get started mm. on the team. Was North London is red. Is that our first random Arsenal fan commenting on our stuff? Uh, we've had another. Uh, no. Okay. Yeah. Well, it could be our first like pro Arsenal comment on our things. Yeah. We've had some anti 
Spurs comments. Yep. Um, including some like random, random gifts from opposing fans. <laughs> yeah. Um, like so, like, I can't really repeat those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. On yep. this, um, yep. we've done well to keep this a very, uh, you know, a non non explicit podcast mm. so far. So, mm. um, but I think that is our first pro Arsenal fan that has commented. Um, yeah. What an achievement! It. So that, I mean, that's what an achievement. That's all right then. I mean, if we're attracting, finally, we're attracting the people. Like it just baffles me whenever you see a post and someone's like, "North London is red." Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, it seems like I've never quite understood the need to go and comment on the post of like a a tribe or a group of people yeah. or you know that that's not yours. So yeah. I mean, like. I don't feel the the need to ever go and find some Arsenal threads yeah. and comment anything on there. Mm. Um, if if we're playing well, I'm like, oh, Kane scored a good one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It seems weird to me it's about bizarre. that. It's bizarre. Um, it's so weird. Yeah. Have you ever done that? No, no. I, I, I don't follow any other team social media. Um, I am not interested in doing that. I don't look up other team social media. Like I, I just have no idea, like desire, sorry, not no idea, no <laughs> desire. I have no idea as well um, to go on someone else's social media and when they post something about their club or tribe or whatever and be like, because literally that comment is like, no, <laughs> like I have no desire to do that. Yeah, um, it's very weird. But look, I'm glad that we do have uh, a little bit of hate coming. Yeah. <laughs> which is good. Um, I think we can balance it out though. Um, I know we're diverting already, but yeah. happens. So um, we've had some positive like, comments about the podcast in general. Yeah. And there seems to be a bit of a recurring theme. Mm. Um, I just want to make sure we're not just only getting like Arsenal fans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but we've got some, uh, the theme that's coming through from a few people is uh, they're saying that they like this podcast to fall asleep to. Yeah. Yep, yep. But Hates. they mean it in a very sincere way mm-hmm. and that they're like, it's, uh, it helps me sleep. It's, it's- soothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like there's good comments that we're getting to and I'm yeah. glad that we're kind of being, you know, held up to, uh, you know, that like Matthew McConaughey, Stephen Fry yeah. level. Like if level we're not of- on calm mm. in the next few weeks and we have our own little section on that app, yeah. I'll be very, very surprised. Yeah. I think the challenge for us uh, in this episode given how the game has just gone, is to maintain <laughs> that kind of uh, that kind of energy. Well, and I think the easy way to do that is to talk about the game itself as little as possible. Yeah. <laughs> Which we're already avoiding doing. <laughs> um, all right, so the team lineup was... Yeah, we was must as, do this. Yeah, we, we must. must do this. We've got to... Okay, was as expected. I, I maybe thought that Aurier would start uh, at right back because he is, in my opinion, miles better than Doherty. I agree, and, and I think that was the that was the only sort of contentious choice that um, the fans on Twitter as well, because we we put up a poll as well saying, you know, do you think we're going to start with Doherty or, or Aria? Because yeah. it seemed the rest of the team was nailed on. Yep, uh, it seemed overwhelmingly people did prefer Aria. Yep, um, you would have preferred Aria. Yep. I would have preferred Aria, uh, but it has seemed that um, Jose does like playing Doherty behind Bale at yeah. least recently. Mm. Um, so I guess we weren't surprised, which is why in our team selection we put up Doherty would be right back because yep. we assume that's what mm. Jose would probably do. Yep. Um, so, but looking at this starting lineup, I, I don't know about you, but I was like pretty confident. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like I was very confident. Yeah. Um, especially when you you gaze across at the Arsenal one <laughs> and you see that Aubameyang is on the bench. He's on the bench because he was late. Is that what it was? Yeah, he was late. Because all I heard um, from the commentary at the start of the game was yeah. 
uh, a disciplinary issue. Mm. And I thought, well, oh, what's he done? What's yeah. happened here? And then they, uh, at the start of the broadcast, they showed a few shots of him sitting in the stand, just not looking happy. Mm. So he was, he was late to the game? He was late to the game, yeah. Look, I guess it's like I would criticise that choice as a manager, but like Arteta won the, the game, so yeah. you can't really. Yeah. But it seems a little bit weird to leave, you know, arguably your best player by mm. quite a while um, on the bench yep. in a derby game. Yeah. If they're a bit, are they a bit late? Do we know how long? I'm not sure how late it was. I have seen screenshots of his ridiculous car in traffic in London, though, <laughs> which was fantastic. Hang on. What happened here? So yeah. there's screenshots of him caught in traffic. Caught in and traffic. Is it actually him? Well, it's. I mean, it's his dumb car. So I assume it's. It, he's got this like, uh, it's a Ferrari. It's like some supercar. Yeah. Um, but I've seen various shots of it. And I, I don't know whether it's a meme of people just being like, look, this is a bummy young in traffic. Okay. I assume it was actually him because... The car looks like his. I've seen his car before. What what so what does it stand out about the car? Is it like gold or it's, yeah, it's like this kind of beige color and then like looks like it's been built on Minecraft. Like it's got like all these kind of angles to it and Okay, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's a very, very distinctive car. Yeah. Very I'm distinctive car. Yeah. I love that there's <laughs> photos of that then. Yeah. Okay, so he's late to the game. Yeah. I guess why I'm intrigued as to how late it is is because mm. I feel like, you know, there's varying degrees of lateness. Like if you're catching up with a friend. Yeah. If you're like five to ten minutes late, yeah, that's right. That's fine. That's yeah. not really late, mm. is it? No. I think once you get over fifteen, yeah, that's late. that's kind of late. Yeah. So let's just assume he was over fifteen minutes late. Because mm-hmm. if if he's a five minute late, it's that's a bit petty. That's, that's petty as. Yeah. <laughs> that's petty as. Um, how can we get stuck at Arsenal in any other yeah, way? Any other way. <laughs> <laughs> nice petty choice, Arteta. Yeah, no, nice one, Arteta. Petty as. Yeah, how petty. Oh, who was pettier this week? Yeah. Spurs or Arsenal? Yeah. Mm, I think we won that derby. <laughs> um, no, you never win that derby when Jose is your manager. <laughs> uh, that's actually true. Yeah, yeah. Um, his comments are so great. Yeah. Um, so the game starts, right, with the lineup that was not mm. a surprise. We've got Lucas playing behind uh, Kane. We've got Bale out on the right. We've got Sonny on the left. Hoy, uh, B.A. and Inabele as the holding midfielders. Uh, Region mm. as our left back. Toby and Sanchez as our centre-backs and then Doherty, Doherty on the right-hand side. And when the game begins and we immediately concede possession to them, I, I've i got to say I was like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I agree um, massively because it seemed like it went very, very quickly from being so like – I don't know, so positive and excited and thinking we are going to absolutely tear this game apart uh, by looking at the lineups. Um, to then the first 10 minutes, I think Arsenal had something like 75% possession or something. Yeah. And from that, like it was not looking good Mm-mm. at all. And I don't know about you, but I I felt really worried because I, I know that like, you know, in sometimes in games we do come back. Yeah. Um, but I think when it starts and it just seems that one-sided right off the get-go mm. and also the fact that we were sitting back yeah. a lot more than what we had been. Yeah. Whereas previously it seemed, it had seemed like we were playing much more of a press. Yeah. Um, not quite a full, you know, Pochettino <laughs> press that we were yeah. playing in, you know, a few years back, but we have been pressing a lot more. Yeah. Like more has been like pushing up mm. a lot. Like he's been, you know, playing that sort of like attacking destroyer role. Yeah. Um, and we, everyone's been doing like pressing quite, 
quite a lot more aggressively than we've been used to for the rest of the season. Yeah. So I think what kind of seemed worrying about this first spell was that we were sitting back. Yeah. We weren't really going for that press. Yeah. Um, and to me, it seemed like we were not really, we weren't really sitting back all the way fully like we had previously against them the last time we played them. Mm. We weren't really pressing. We were kind of caught in this like middle yeah. ground, which felt really weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was like it was like we were doing a mid-block, but our team was so disjointed that half the team had decided to do a mid-block and then the centre-backs were doing a low block, so there was gaps in between. They were having a lot of joy on both the left and right-hand sides. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I... Uh, I mean, I don't know how early it was, but they hit the post pretty early on. Um, oh, yeah, they did. They yeah. did. Um, and that was Smith Rowe. Smith Rowe. Yeah. Who is a player that, to, com- to be completely honest, I have no idea who this guy yep. is. Yep. But it he, he seems like he's a, a bit of a prodigy coming through at Arsenal. Is that right? Well, I, I mean, I guess so. When he started, I was like, what? Who <laughs> <laughs> was worried about him? Yeah, what the hell? Smith Rowe. And then he was dominating <laughs> <laughs> that left-hand side. Yeah. Uh, definitely. And yeah. I think it's, um, it just seemed like, uh, in that first, it, it, even like we go past the first 10 minutes, yep. it didn't start settling down. Cause we had like, um, Hugo came out, I think it was about th- oh. 30 minutes or so. Yeah. Um, and it was almost like old Hugo, like, as in old Hugo, meaning current Hugo, yeah. like old man Hugo yeah. trying to be like old as in previous yeah. Young man Hugo. Uh-huh. I've confused this so much. By saying <laughs> yeah. We've got current Hugo yeah. trying to emulate younger Hugo. Yeah. Uh, when he was coming off his line a lot more, coming out to clear those things. Yeah. And even when he used to do that, he yeah. still had a few times where he made some questionable calls. Oh, yeah. Um, and to see it come out here, I think he, it, it like it, ended, it bounced on his knee, hit him in the chin or something. Yeah. Then got a bit away from him, and then he slid, oh. and then and then kind of cleared it directly into the middle of the pitch. Yeah. I thought, oh no, mm. this is not good. Yeah, this is a chaotic mess. Yep, which it was. It was a chaotic <laughs> mess. That was bananas. I, <laughs> I didn't know what what he was doing. Like the fact that, like you said, it sort of rebounded off three parts of his body, and then he slid in and played it <laughs> straight to an Arsenal player. I can't remember who he, who ended up with the ball. It might have been Jacker. Um, yeah, horrendous. Yeah, it, it was so. It was just so bad. And I think this also, um, you know, goes against what, um, you know, the fashion watch. I yep. just want to bring that in quickly. Oh, yep. Sweet. Um, so Jose had his jumper, but mm-hmm. he had some more formal pants on. He did. I was a bit, you know, re- mm. um, relieved by that. Mm. But then before the game, Arteta has a, a black hoodie and black jeans. Yeah. So I just thought Arteta's given up. He's mm. he's not even bothered getting dressed up for this because yeah. he just knows that they're going to, um, yeah. <laughs> they're just going to be out of the game and yeah. we're going to walk all over them. Yeah. It couldn't have been further from the truth <laughs> that Arteta was then given the shade with his dress toward, towards Mourinho. Yeah. Um, and I think in that first 15-minute period, that's where I started becoming a bit worried of like, all right, oh, no. The fashion watch is like reversing. It's reversing <laughs> on us. us. I See, I think the fashion watch still perseveres, and I'll tell you why. When I saw Arteta's little casual outfit <laughs> with, his, with his hoodie, I watched a Man City game a couple of weeks back. And Pep was wearing a hoodie, fairly similar, but it was Man City branded. And uh, the first thought that had in that I had in my head was, "Oh, mini Pep!" <laughs> you know, like he's, "Oh, Pep wears hoodie. I'm gonna wear one." <laughs> Did you know I used to be assistant coach? Like, <laughs> so to me, I was like, "Whatever." 
Uh, I think Faction Watch, it still perseveres. The formality versus the the, the casualness, yeah. the sloppiness. So, so we're saying from this Fashion Watch then that like, um, <laughs> I guess Mini Pep, yeah. he was he was then throwing shade back at Mourinho and talking down to him with his casual attire. Yes. Yeah. 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 But I don't think it was shade. It was more desperation of being okay. like, look, I look like Pep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, yeah. be, please be intimidated by me. Be intimidated. You guys lost to Man City. Like, I think that's what he was going for. Okay. Yeah. It's just a blip. It's a blip. It's a Fashion blip. Watch still holds true. Okay, good. That's yeah. Look, if there's any, I just need something to grab onto yeah. and remind me that the world is still in place in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that is Fashion Watch, the rules of that still applying, Great. then that's wonderful. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, so I guess moving on from the, fir- the first 15. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It seemed, I think it was actually the 16th minute. Hmm. Son, oh, the one of the most shattering images that you can see, yep. I think, is seeing a uh, uh, professional athlete sprinting. At, well, no, look, I mean, there's a lot more shattering things you can see. As soon as I say <laughs> professional athlete, my mind goes, "No, nah, you got to correct that." Yeah. <laughs> when you're a fan of a team and you're yep. into that team and yep. you're watching a game mm-hmm. in that specific context, yep. the most shattering thing <laughs> you, you can see, see yep. is one of your star players. Pulling up with their hamstring yep. when they haven't been anywhere near a challenge. Yep. Yep. It was awful because you know, I mean, you, you knew instantly it was like, well, he's coming off, he's done his hamstring. The only thing that I felt was positive out of where, where he was grabbing is that it was lower down on the hamstring because higher up is a, is a usually a worse injury. You're out for longer. If it's lower down, usually the grade is lower. So hopefully it's not too bad. Have you injured your hamstrings before, Bunny? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I too, like Sonny, have injured my hamstring. It was lower down. I went to the physio and that's exactly what he told me. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I'll take yep. that. Yeah. Um, okay, good. Well, th- that reassures me then. That hopefully, um, even though it obviously you know it affected this game a lot, hopefully it's only a few weeks yeah. possibly that he's out. Yep. Not sort of like a six, seven, eight longer, which, which I think that's what happens with the more extreme yeah. tears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what my physio says. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what happens with the more extreme tears. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Sonny goes off. Lamella comes on. <laughs> yeah, and look, as as we mentioned, we spoke up Lamella a lot <laughs> last episode. We did, yep. Um, how do you feel about Lamella coming on um, to replace Sonny? Like, how do you feel at that moment? I was like, why is Natalie coming on? That was my first reaction. Hmm. Um, what uh, What is he going to provide? The chaos the chaos man? Um, Given that we already have Captain Chaos himself in Lucas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Already on the field. I was like, Dude. I feel it's like a bit of a battle for chaos. Like, you know how they did um, Batman versus Superman? Yeah. I never saw that movie. I also don't get why they did it. Mm, um, yeah. Did yeah. you see it? No, no, no. no, no. Got really bad reviews. Mm. Uh, anyway, I think two dueling um, <laughs> superheroes bring chaos. Don't really need it. Yeah. And I think that's what I felt with uh, Lucas and Lamella. Yeah. That's like they are both chaotic. They're both very similar in that way. Mm, mm. Um, and yeah, this is not. This is not looking good now because yeah. Lucas got pushed out to the left. Yes, I think initially. Anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was yeah. That did not look good. No. No, it did not. Um, yeah, I, I mean, obviously Lamella wasn't on for too long before he scored one of the best goals I've ever seen in a North London derby. 
Um, and I did think once he was on, he actually did provide the team with a bit more uh, dynamic, a bit more, <laughs> a bit more energy, a bit more pizzazz around the ball um, because we just looked so flat. Yeah, and I think when he look, when he did come on, he did get into a few little like niggling confrontations with, uh, I think like Jaka and Louise. This yep. is before he scored mm-hmm. as well. So he did look like he had a bit of bite to him yep. and a bit of that passion to come mm-hmm. through. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do agree, we were lacking that a lot. Yeah, we were looking very flat mm-hmm. um, on on the rest of the the rest of the field. Like yep. it looked kind of like we were a you know a, a, a can of coke that had been left out for a few days. We we definitely did look like that. Yep, lost all its fizz. Yep. Mella, just a tiny little bit of fizz, yep. comes back in, mm-hmm. gives us a little bit of hope. Yeah, like I, I had a feeling that that might start rallying the troops and rallying everyone else. Yeah, mm. he scored his goal. Oh, um, which was which was great. Yeah, um, and it's also just so like it's so ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's so ridiculous. Why would you even go for that from that position? Why? What would possess you? I mean, I guess because he cannot use his right foot. <laughs> He's actually proved that um, when we talk about him being, um, when we talk about him being uh, just one-footed, mm. like that is the proof that yeah. he literally cannot use that he right foot. Cannot use it. Yeah. Um, it was so audacious. It was just I I couldn't believe it. Like watching that, because um, you see him sort of go for it, and you're like, oh, what? And then you see it like it it almost felt like slow motion. Um, yeah. Kind of going through and just making this beeline for the back post, and you're like, "No way, absolutely not, absolute." Oh my! And <laughs> yeah. I was screaming when that. Yeah, happened. yeah, yeah, yeah. I it was just so you know it was that was it our first shot on target, first shot at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had a brief period there. Where I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> Jose Masterclass. Like, <laughs> it hasn't, you know, like I use that in the most ironic uh, terms possible because it had been terrible. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that if, if that's going to happen, then, like, what else can happen in this game? Yeah, a, a to- totally. Like, I mean, when those sort of moments do come out in games like this, especially derby games, you, you do think, all right, all cards are off the table now. We have no idea what to expect for the rest of the match. Yep. Um, we've been so dominated up until that time mm-hmm. and then Lamel pulls out a bit of magic yeah um and brings us back into it so it's like all right this is such a confusing game that we've got in our hands now um because you're right it wasn't sort of like that you know controlled um jose masterclass yeah uh that we were sort of used to earlier in the season mm-hmm. it was just like all right we're one nil up in this somehow mm-hmm. and there's no cohesion at all yep. to what's happening here. Mm-hmm. So what are we going to do? Are yeah. we going to like push on now and try and get that second? Are we going to just sit back um, yeah. and try and protect that goal that mm-hmm. we've stolen? <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, it's it seemed like it was at least a nice little positive positive glint that like, okay, maybe this will kickstart things. Maybe we'll get up and running. Um, maybe this will help us get off the mark. Yeah, yeah. I felt like after that uh that moment uh Arsenal hit the post again and I was like oh yeah <laughs> it's our day they've hit the post twice we've scored a Rabona goal on our first shot on target like is this gonna be the most hilarious win with us playing so terribly yeah um but I, I just still don't know what the plan what was the plan at the start of the first half, what was the plan yeah. post the first goal? Like what 
were they supposed to be going for? Like, I really have no idea. Like, you know, when we played a low block and was really defensive, it was, you know, crap to watch, but sometimes effective. But you also knew what was happening. Whether here, it, I was just very confused. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. It seemed like I felt we didn't have much of an identity of how we were going to play. So what yeah. you're saying, I think, is very correct. Like, yeah. you're watching the game and you're like, I don't know what we're doing as a team here. Yeah. Um, Kane wasn't dropping deep at nope. all. Nope. Um, and I figured, okay, like if we're playing a bit deeper, we're probably not going to get Kane to drop that deep because, mm. um, you know, there's you're not going to have players up the field to sort of quickly release yeah. um, as much. But it was just weird. It's like Kane was kind of, I don't know, it seemed like he was positioned out of the game a little bit. Yeah. Um, it seemed like down the wings, like we didn't really have much of a plan no. of what we were doing there. Mm-hmm. Um, defensively, it just seemed a bit sort of all over the place. Yeah. Um, I felt usually, you know, across the last month, like we've had uh, when Dombele and Hoybier played together, they've looked quite quite solid in there and Dombele's looked to sort of get on the ball a lot and control games a bit. Yeah. I felt that when he got on the ball, he didn't have a great game, but mm. I don't think we can really blame him for, no. for this because there was not much happening around him no. by any stretch. So it just sort of seemed like when we're actually getting the ball, what are we doing? Like mm. where are we going to... Um, and I much prefer it when we have at least some idea of what's happening, even if that is, okay, cool. Kane's going to drop deep. We're going to give it to Kane. Yep. If not Kane, it might be Bale recycling yep. that a little bit. Yep. Um, if not, we're going to chuck it to Ndombele. He's going to try and look for a, a, mm. a pass forward. And, like, and I know that's simplifying things a lot, but I think that in this, it just seemed like we had absolutely no idea what to do Yeah. Um, to combat Arsenal's midfield. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I agree. It looked like we had, it looked like we, Whatever they were going for, which I am so baffled as to what it was, <laughs> it didn't work. Yeah. And then there was no adjustment. It was like, uh, well, we just keep on doing this, whatever the hell this is. And like, uh, you know, there was no, like, I can't remember Reggion particularly getting, you know, far down that left flank. Um like I think for Bale to to be effective, he needs the ball, and he wasn't getting the ball. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, Kane wasn't dropping deep, uh, and like Lucas, as much as he's been good in that ten role, isn't the player that's gonna gonna link, you know, Kane up into the game. Well, yeah. he's re- well, I think he's really good in that. I guess in that ten role, in the sense of when we're pressing, yeah. like we have to be pressing hard for Lucas too be effective in there. Yeah. Um, and I think even Glenn Hoddle was talking about him before the game on the mm. broadcast, talking about how it's like, you know, his ability to press and just like nick the ball off like defenders and just get in and sort of blindside them with these little cheeky challenges and um, and win possession then is just like, he's never seen another player who really does that to his extent. Yeah. Um, so it really does feel that if we are playing Lucas in there, we have to be playing a really aggressive press. Yeah. Um, otherwise there's no point in having mm. Lucas in there. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that's a very sort of niche specialty situation, but yeah. if we play around that and we um, we kind of, you know, work that into sort of what we're doing every week, it's like, okay, cool. Lucas has a role in that team that he can play. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think you're right. This proved that when we're not doing that, mm. um, Lucas doesn't offer us that much else. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So after uh, more pretty average play... <laughs> Uh, Arsenal score. It's like we've got so many notes here, which is like, mm, that's, that's yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm literally looking at my notes and I'm like, oh, yeah, we've, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. We can rehash the same, yeah, same, <laughs> same thing again. Thing. So I was very confused with the, um, is it o- Odegaard? Odegaard? Odegaard, yeah. Odegaard. With his goal, I rewatched this goal, I reckon, 10 times because I was so confused. Also, yeah, I just like self-flagellation, but uh, um, I was so confused as to uh, what Hoybier is doing. He leaves the ball and and holds his hands up um, as if he's like, I haven't, as if he's like off, like he's attacking and he's the one saying, oh, I haven't touched it. So he's not offside. And he sort of half goes for it and then puts his hands up and then Odegaard ends up with it and scores. Yeah, I, I kind of felt like for this goal there was so much. Um, it just felt like we were getting really boxed in before they scored. Yes. And it really felt like, okay, they are their game plan is to go for Doherty. Yeah. Because they were just going to the left. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. were just going to the left, going to the left. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's it was like ridiculous that it it really seemed like we were getting under a lot of pressure from there. Yeah, and Doherty wasn't really dealing with it. No, and I know it's also who's in front of him. Yeah, um, and we have Bale, and we know that Bale doesn't tr- like track yeah. back as yeah. much. Yeah, um, but it also I guess shows that um, I think Hoybier was trying to like get across and offer a bit of protection. Yeah, he was. Yeah, but to me it kind of seemed like you know. We're on, we're on a sort of sinking ship and there's a hole yeah. that's just in the side of the hull and we're trying to tape it up mm. and we're just using masking tape. And yeah. it's kind of like patching up a little bit, but the water's still getting in. Yeah, And that's what I felt with that down that left. It's like, oh no, we are going to be in trouble here because um, Arsenal have and uh, Tierney to, you know, as much as we, we have to dislike him because he's an Arsenal player. Yeah. Um, he's very quick. Mm. Uh, he's good attacking left back. Yeah. Um, like, if we're going to be honest mm, here. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. he was causing a lot of trouble. Yeah. But that's what's so baffling about that, uh, our right-hand side and their left, which they were taking down, that we set up with Bale and Doherty. Bale obviously is not as quick as he used to be. He doesn't track back. Uh, Doherty has not been good this year and he's also not particularly quick. So you kind of <laughs> are just opening up that area for them to attack, which they did do. And then even after Sonny went off... It's like we'll bring Bale and play him behind Kane and get Lucas and Lamella on either side who can do a good defensive job. But that didn't happen. And so they just continued to exploit that same weak area. Yeah, Yeah. it it definitely – it seems like – I agree with that. That would have been a much better call. It's like as much as we have like Bale, um, you know, sort of just – Getting getting down the right, mm. doing what he wants in there, putting in these you know, wonderful crosses that he's doing inside the foot, outside the foot. Like, yeah, um, he's re- looked to really settle in there. Mm. Um, it did seem like for that defensive assistance, it would have been so much better to go. Okay, look, we just need to steady the ship here. Yeah, um, and we need to get some more defensive help there. Yeah, um, and like I so said, I think bringing Lucas out there, mm. bringing Lamella out, like that would have been a much better fit. Yeah. Um, it really also just shows to me that how I think in the modern game, there's no room for slow fullbacks. Mm. Like you really need fast fullbacks because even if they aren't the best defensively, they're going to have the speed to get back. They're also not going to let someone like Tierney get around them yep. so easily. Yeah. Like yep. so easily. Mm. Like yep. like a traffic cone. It was <laughs> It was like a traffic cone in training. Yeah. Um, and it's just got Doherty's face on it. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, this drill is to... All right, boys, come in. Come yep. in. All 
right, this drill, we're going to kick it out wide. Yeah, you're going to go around the cone. Yeah. Uh, and then you're just going to get it in the box. Yeah. This perfectly simulates what it will be like on game day because yeah. this is how he's going to play. Uh, Gaffer, are you sure Doherty yeah. won't move a yeah. bit more? He won't. He won't. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. You're going to listen to Mini Pep? Yeah. All yeah. Right. Listen to Mini Pep. <laughs> I'm Mini Pep. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, yeah. It's. <laughs> Like I'd, I'd started feeling a bit sorry for Doherty because he'd gotten so much criticism yeah. like this so far the season, mm. and you think, okay, he might need a bit more time, might need some yeah. more confidence. It did look like he was starting to turn the corner a little bit. Yeah, uh, this performance put that all back yeah. quite yeah. away, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was sort of watching this thinking. I know in the past we've we've called uh, Lucas more of the mole. Yeah, and thought he is in there undercover to bring this team down. Mm. I'm questioning whether that might be Doherty now. Are you changing? You're changing your. I think. It, I think you. Are, I think it's. It's definitely Doherty. Yeah. Like it wouldn't surprise. I guess it wouldn't surprise me if a bit of a Scooby Doo reveal happens and Paul Merson is actually our right back <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's just playing as Doherty this whole time. Yeah. Because um, it just seemed so, like. I guess we can't get like this is probably the most frustrating thing about the game for me. Yeah. Is that we seemed for for. For a manager who's so lauded, so praised, so yeah. masterclass, masterclass, masterclass. Yeah. Um, it seemed like such an obvious thing, I guess, that like Arsenal have pace down the left. Yeah. They have players who like to attack. Yeah. Doherty is going to struggle. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And like you say, there was no change to anything um, that happened. Nope. So I almost felt when Odegaard scored, it was kind of inevitable. Mm. Like I was surprised that we were still one one nil before yeah. he scored. Oh yeah, big time. Yep. I mean, we were lucky to be at you know to be up. It was ridiculous, and then even to be one one was was lucky. I there have been a few times during Jose's tenure where he has made an early sub, and some of them have been justified. Other times they have been surprising. This was the perfect opportunity. Aurier is sitting on the bench, and I know. People really don't like him as a right back, but he would have offered so much more on that right hand side. It's like he, even if sometimes he gives away really bad fouls, yeah, he would have kept with Tony enough to foul him. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, um, he would have been been in. Like Doherty looks so out of his depth there, mm. and and you know we've both spoken about um, Aurier before, and we do have a soft spot for him. Yeah, um, but at this stage, I think it's like. You know, you've got to go, you've got to go Aria. If not, let's get Tanganga in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, get Tanganga in there. Like I would much rather, see, I would rather the rotation be Tanganga. I mean, I want Tanganga to play at centre back, but if it ha- if he has to play on the right, I'd rather it be Aria and Tanganga than, and you just, I don't know, shoot Doherty into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking you might go, you know, send him out on loan or something. Or, no, or no. <laughs> Shoot him into the sun. Shoot him in the sun and yeah. just, yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. Just completely gone from our existence. <laughs> yeah. It's probably yep. the harshest review we've given of a player so far. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, but yeah. I think, I feel like it's almost getting to that stage mm. um, of being warranted. Yeah. Something has to happen there. Yeah. There has to be a change. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is. Mm. Like we said before, we, we, we don't see him every day. We don't know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. But something is not right. Yep. Um, and it, it you know, maybe we bought a player who actually wasn't as good as we thought he was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, and it's a similar problem to uh, Werner at Chelsea where they bought a player who plays well in a two and drifts out wide. Um, and that's how he scores. And then they played him never in a two 
<laughs> and he's never produced for them. And similar with Doherty, it's like he was a wing back that was not a crosser and was used to get into the box and then score goals in the box. We have never used him in that capacity. Yeah. We've used him as a right back, which is not a position that he was playing before he came to us. And it's like, well, <laughs> I mean, you'd think he'd be able to adjust, but he can't. And the other thing is like, he has had coronavirus as someone who's sick. Um, he, I was about to say, you being sick, you'd probably be able to I, shed more light. I, yeah, I probably, I've got it inside actually. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, we don't know, I guess, <laughs> what effects that, you know, like he might have, uh, you know, some kind of, uh, some kind of, lasting effects from the from the coronavirus we don't know you know i i mean i if he does i can sympathize with him because i i almost had it so yeah. i like how we've always felt bad for shooting him into the sun yeah but now we're like hmm, it could be a coronavirus that he had four yeah. months ago yeah <laughs> mm, maybe yeah. we're being too harsh yeah, it could be i don't know oh, mate. yeah still shoot him into the sun still that's, shoot right. him into the that's sun. what i say that's what i say okay when did you fall asleep though because so you said you fell asleep just before half time did you fall asleep after the Odegaard goal, yes. Okay. Yep. So that put you, that kind of knocked you out. I, yeah, I think it knocked me out. I think I I think I rage knocked out. Um, yeah. I fell asleep. Uh, it, I it would have been just. Oh, actually, no, no, no. I heard the halftime whistle, <laughs> and then nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I like the idea here that like your body, um, you know, like okay, when you're um, if you've had a lot of drinks. Yep. And you drink too much and you keep yep. drinking, keep drinking. And mm. then your body goes, oh, you're not going to stop drinking. Mm. I need to shut down mm. in order to stop you drinking. Yes. So I'm going to make you pass out now yep. so that you can't drink anymore. Yeah. Like when I found out that that's what happens when you drink um, and you drink too much and you pass out, it's your body shutting down to stop you from drinking. Right. Um, I, I was like, that. that's really interesting. Yeah. It's a really interesting fact. Yeah. That it's like, hey, stop being stupid. You're ruining me. Yeah. I need to turn off now yeah. because you're not stopping. Yeah. Um, I love that in this instance, it's like your body did that. Yeah. Where it's like, Barney, you're sick. Yeah. Remember, you're sick. You're yeah. sick. You're sick. Yep. Let's you're remember sick. that. Yep. Um, goals being scored. The team's playing so bad. Mm. Time for sleepy buys. Yeah. Time yep. to just, let's just shut down. You, need you don't to need to do this to yourself. <laughs> yeah. This is not good for you. Yeah. Your immune system is already working hard. Yeah. <laughs> And it, what are you putting us through? Yeah, what are you putting us? What are you putting into your body through your eyes? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, I think that's what happened. I mean, I woke up two hours later and, and did feel quite a bit better. So, so there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so your body's timed it. Then gone. All right, we can re re-engage once mm. the game is finished. Yeah, we'll give another hour or so. Yeah, he'll wake up. He'll forgotten about it. Yeah, go on for his day. Maybe yeah. go out, have a nice little brunch. Yeah, and there we go. Never yeah. happened. Uh huh. But then he went he, straight back. He in. went straight back in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I went straight back in uh, and uh, the second half, <laughs> it began, it happened. Um, it was similar to the first, like I, it didn't feel like uh, initially that there was any change for me. Um, I can't remember what minute it was. I've just written in scrawl, penalty lacquer, <laughs> Davidson tackle. Um. Yeah, well, I mean that's a uh, um, th- that did that had did happen. That was yeah. like something I just wanted to touch on quickly before we move on to the penalty because yeah. there's so much to get through on the penalty. Yeah, um, was did you notice how uh, disappointed Bale looked when he came off before then? Oh, was that before then? That yes. was before yeah, he the penalty. Devastated because you saw him. He pointed to his chest and yeah. it was me. Yeah, 
and then gets subbed off. Yeah. And then he's walking up, shaking his head. Mm. Um, I don't know if taking off Bale was the right call because I, I feel like we were struggling everywhere. Mm. But in this game, if there was a some player who yeah. might be able to produce something, yeah. it's going to be a Kane, it's going to be a Bale. Yeah. That's kind of it. Yeah. Um, so I agree with Bale. Like yeah. he seemed so surprised that he was, yeah. he was going off. I'm glad you've brought that up because I have a note for that in a different section <laughs> of my terrible notes. I was baffled when he came off because of exactly that. If if we need a bit of magic, don't take off one of the wizards. <laughs> Jose, don't take off one of the wizards. And it's like we're going off to battle Voldemort. It's like, yeah, Harry, you no. Yeah, you just have a have a quiet day at home. Yeah, it's all good. We've got Neville. We've got <laughs> we've got his toad. You know, like. Um, uh, yeah, I what what I sort of configured from that move was that Jose brings on Sissoko because he's like I'm gonna Sissoko is gonna play that babysitting role mm. um, for Doherty. and uh, that's right, right? Sissoko came on for Bale. I'm yeah, not, Sissoko I'm not came on. My yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then it was Sissoko came on, and then um, and Domblay went off, and Delhi came on. Yeah, after yeah. that. Mm. Yeah. So again. It's another perfect – there must be something There must be something wrong with Aurier because at this point it's like keep Bale on, bring on Aurier to play in Doherty's spot. Yeah. But instead – Sub someone else off elsewhere. Yeah. Play two right backs to cover <laughs> Doherty. <laughs> yeah. What? What? I, I, yeah, that, that was uh, a real point of – I can't believe uh, – I'm so pleased <laughs> that you brought this up. It was a real point of uh, contention for me. It just – like – or – you bring you move Bale into the center, as I said earlier, and bring Lamella out onto the right, and then you have Aurier behind him. If yeah. you're concerned that Aurier is going to be a liability as well, don't yeah. bring on Sissoko. <laughs> well, it just seemed like so. Like I feel like Sissoko really has t- turned a bit into Sissoko, mm. and he's really like I think he's aging very, very quickly. Uh, for someone who looked like all oh, right, he's getting into his early thirties and he's doing quite well and he's keeping up that energy and he's still doing a lot of running. Um, like I, I was feeling that for the last couple of seasons. I've always been a big fan of Sissoko yep. since he played in a defensive position. Yep. When he was playing more attackingly, not so much. Yep. But since he got in there and he was getting so stuck in and getting in tackles, like running everywhere, covering every blade of grass that he could, yep. it was like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got like, he's a really useful player to have in the squad. But now it seems like he's slowed down so much. Yep. Um, I also think that maybe, you know... Um, I don't, I don't really know, but it seems like when he's having to do, like he was really good when he was just being able to shield and basically kind of just moving laterally yep. and doing that. Mm-hmm. I think when you end up getting Sissoko and you start getting like, say, you know, balls over the top or he has to be doing a little bit more of that dynamic yeah. movement, yep. um, I, I think he struggles a, a lot more with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I just found it so, it it was almost resigning to defeat in a sense to, to bring on Sissoko um, for Bale. Yeah. That's, that's what I felt. Yeah. Yep. It felt like we were sitting at that with a one, one draw and Josie was like, right, that's what we're doing today. And it's like, it's 50, it 57 minutes. I think when the sub happened, like, don't, what are you, what are you doing? There's still time. There's still time. <laughs> what are you? There's still so much time. Yeah. Yep. And then as soon as, uh, well, I, I, didn't write down the the uh, time when it happened, but um, we get the penalty, which 
Did you think it was a penalty? No. Yeah. No. And no. Yeah. And I think as a good measure of was it a penalty mm. is when you see the post-match show and Ian Wright, <laughs> Arsenal legend, yeah. says, look, obviously I like Arsenal winning, but that was no way a penalty. Mm. It's not a penalty. Oh. It's blatantly not a penalty. Yeah. I mean, I, I as it happened, uh, I can't remember who it was in commentary said, oh, excellent tackle. And then he said, oh, no, no, it wasn't. It's a penalty. <laughs> and it was like, what? What? And then you see the replay. Lacazette gets the ball away. Davidson makes contact with him. After the ball's gone, the ball is not on target. Also, the contact isn't really on... Um he doesn't make sorry, contact to the extent that like um, Lacazette goes down. Yeah. And Lacazette kicks into Davinson yep. as well. Yep. He's already kicked the ball and then he kicks into where Davinson's foot is. Yep. So you could argue that it's a it's a little bit sort of like uh, loose from Davinson, but he's going for a block there. Yeah. But he doesn't like Lacazette kicks into him after he's kicked the ball. Yeah. It's not a penalty. It's just not a penalty. It's, it's not a penalty in... Like any sense of the word, I just and you know VAR is, and I'm not going to go on around about VAR because I'm sure whoever's listening to this has heard enough <laughs> of those rants. But the idea of this sort of insurance policy to um, fix these mistakes, mm. this is one of those mistakes, and it didn't get changed. Yeah, and I think that you know it, it's um it's telling. I know quite often after the games we don't we don't really take much of what the pundits say all the time. Like some of them, sometimes they add in something worthwhile. Yep. A lot of the time, not so much. Yep. But when they were talking and all the pundits saying not a penalty, they're, they're questioning old mate Dermot mm. and going like, that wasn't a penalty. And Dermot's kind of like, well, it's what's happened is the ref said this and the VIR hasn't overturned it. And they yep. were like, yeah, but Dermot, it's not a penalty. Yeah. He's like, well, the ref said he's seen it, an angle and then it hasn't been over. Like you could see Dermot wants to just go, it wasn't a damn penalty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he is, I mean, he is the most pointless <laughs> pundit on that show and they were all pretty pointless, but he uh, never, I don't think I've ever seen him actually, you know, uh, disagree with a referee decision. Like even in this one, like you said, he's still trying to agree when it is obviously not a penalty. Yeah. I, um, I loved this quote from uh, Jose's interview after the game. He said, first half was their half. And the second half belonged to Michael Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah. And I, I agree. I agree. Um, like you said, like we could go on about VIR for, for, for ages. I yeah. guess just to finish on, on that point, um, I guess what's so frustrating about it is you can accept when you have a VAR call that goes against you and you go, okay, mm. I understand that. Yeah. Even if say like the handball law, Mm-hmm. At the moment, um, yeah. which is getting changed, and we've mm. sort of all covered that. Um, it, you can go, okay, this is rubbish. It shouldn't be a handball, but we understand that at the moment how the law is, mm. how bad, however bad it is, yeah. we understand how that's given. Yeah. I think you see this and you go, if this is not the sort of call that is overturned, what is the purpose of VAR? Yeah. Like there is no point mm. to having VAR yeah. if this is not the call. Yeah, exactly. Like this is the call to make. Yeah. Like this was your, this was your moment. I feel like the VAR. I think that um, it was Paul Turney. Yep. Is that on Mate Kieran's dad? Yeah. Like let's. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? I might, I might be drawing a log, a log like <laughs> there, but something is not right with that yeah. call. Yeah. Um, 
And like to me, maybe you need a VAR to review the VAR. Yeah. It, 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 it is like <laughs> Make that. the process longer. Make the process <laughs> even longer. Yeah. I would love that if we then cut to see the VAR person reviewing it and they mm. go, you know what? They weren't looking at the screen at all through yeah. that whole review. <laughs> yeah. We need to then change that and overturn that decision. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was ridiculous. And I think it hurts so much when Lacazette scores. When Lacazette gets fouled, when Lacazette gets scores. Mm. Um, I love that um, expressions oozing when he goes on about him, Lacazette, lack of talent. Yeah. I think lack of a hairline. <laughs> I think yeah. that's the thing he says. Um, but it's like... I. I really don't think Lacazette is a great player at all. No. Um, and so he's someone like he scored that um, rocket of a shot against us. Oh, yeah. Um, when we played the recently as well. But it, it, like that one really hurt to go in because it felt like it felt like in some ways Arsenal did deserve to be up. Yes. But yeah. also the manner in which that happened, mm. like I would have preferred a wonder strike. Yeah. Like, yeah, I would have preferred a thirty yard, just like rocket mm. into the top corner, mm-hmm. just put it top bins. Yeah, then we're all good. Okay, fine, we deserve to be here. Yeah, um, but in that manner, it's just like it just feels dirty. Mm. Like it just feel it doesn't something doesn't feel right about that. Yeah, um, and then it's almost like we feel aggrieved about being you know losing a goal to that um, to that situation. And we always get a bit distracted. I was like, we weren't playing well, mm. but it's like, there's this, it's just something that it, inside you, it just builds up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as a fan, you know, you definitely, I agree with you. There's this real, this feeling of, you know, that they've, the world has done wrong to you yeah. in that moment, right? The definitely. refs have conspired against you. Um, whatever external forces <laughs> that may be out there. Uh, Thanos is an Arsenal fan. Yeah, Thanos <laughs> has clicked his fingers, you know, whatever. Um, but as a player in that moment, we also didn't get a reaction. There was no reaction from that um, from that moment. There was no sense of injustice and there was like, right, now we're going to show them that, you know, we, we deserve, you know, we need to put – Kane needs to put the team on his back or whatever, like, you know. Totally. And I think as well, um, on that, like, um, like Azette said, after after the game, he's like, well, I was pretty lucky to get that penalty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it hurt so much. Yeah. Anyway, that it felt like at that stage the game was pretty much done. Mm-hmm. Although another storyline was developing, which had been bubbling away for a little while. Yeah. Um, I feel like watching Lamella in this game, mm. since when he came on and he started getting involved with different players, mm. I feel like usually in a derby, if that happens, something's going to go down. Yeah. So I kind of felt that we were watching like, um, you know, an 80s action movie where we know that the action star is going to go out. Yeah. And that we know they're going to die. We know they're not going to make it. Yeah. And they have that moment of like, you need to go on without me. Yeah. Yeah. Tell my family I love them. <laughs> I'm not coming home. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And it felt like. Lavella is not finishing this game. No. Something no. is happening here. Mm. Um, there were just too many little little moments he was having and I think some of the Arsenal players were picking up on that. Yeah. Um, and kind of, you know, start just trying to push his buttons a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then <laughs> the red card. Yeah. Yeah. See, I felt quite calm during all of Lamella's indiscretions because he's never been sent off. Regardless of all the stuff that he has done in games previous, all the elbows, the standing on hands. So is that that's his first red? That's his first red for Tottenham. Really? That's the first time he's ever been sent off in a Tottenham game. Yeah. I think just because of his style of play mm-hmm. um, and how he just, you know, it 
some he's just the sewer king. Yeah. And he's, he's down just, there with the rats. <laughs> down yeah. there with the rats. And he does some ratty challenges. Yeah. I just I guess uh, I'd assumed somewhere in my in my mind um that he had been sent off a few times for us. Nope. Um yeah. Previously. So look, I guess he's managed to hold it in a bit before or he's gotten lucky that... Yeah, gotten lucky. They haven't seen stamps and those sort of things. I think it was so obvious that he was sort of trying to get stuck in, to use that phrase, um, was because no one else was... Apart from later on, Kane did a glorious shoulder barge on Gabrielle. um, That was so good to see. Oh, it was so good. But apart from that, no one else was getting stuck in. And so because he was the only white shirt out there that was making tackles or, you know, trying to push the boundary of, you know, what he could get away with. It was so obvious. Um, and you know, the, the tackle that he just, I I don't believe that he was purposely trying to elbow. Who was it in the face? I can't remember who it was. I think it was Cherny. Yeah. Cherny. Um, yeah. Yeah. He, he just missed, he's just trying to put his arm out onto his chest uh, and then he cops him in the face. Yeah. It's like when you see the replay, it's like, well, it's hard to argue it because mm. if that happened against us, we would call for a player to be at least given a yellow. Yep. Um, like if you remember what happened with um, Martial oh, yeah. uh, against Manu. Yeah. And who was that on? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Eric. There yep. you are. Eric. Yep. <laughs> at the center of the chaos again. Yeah. Um, you know, it's hard for us to go like, oh, yeah, Martial definitely read. I know he did like purposely lash out more, mm. um, but we know that when if players get hit in the face by another player that they get carded. Yeah, we know that. Mm-hmm. Like that's a basic sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I think as well when you do see the replay, like I question whether Lamella, if he's even if he's trying to protect the ball, protect himself, mm. I don't think he has has to actually like lash out there. Yeah, he can get his arm up and sort of you know, yep. um, use a bit of strength to kind of. Mm. Um, to come to like remember the guy uh, for the assist he got against Dynamo, where he kind of like turned into that player and kind of like got his weight in a little bit, but he didn't lash out. Yep, yep. I think like you can do that and you can get away with it, mm-hmm. but you're not going to get out by just tickling someone on the chin. Yeah, <laughs> that's very true. Yep. So he, <laughs> so he gets sent off, um, and then all of a sudden, Tottenham Hotspur uh, click into life. <laughs> <laughs> um, ten men. Turns out we played better with with one less. The, I think the we had a ridiculous. We had something like sixty percent possession when we went down to ten men. Yeah. What is going on? I don't know. What is going on there? It's like all right, the game's done. Who cares? Let's just go for it a bit. Yeah. Oh, we'll start playing. Yeah. We'll start actually just like it felt like they. I feel like at that stage there was no expectation that they were going to win. The pressure was all off. So, all right, let's just go for it and have a bit of fun. Yep. Um, and then Kane hitting the post. Oh, it, yep. And that offside header as well. That offside header, I was so devastated. Oh, I yeah. I, I'm still devastated <laughs> by it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't. It, it's either a motivational issue where the stakes need to be so high for this group of players to click in and then start playing uh, like they want to win. That's all I've got actually. (laughs) (laughs) Is it a motivational issue? (laughs) I thought there was a second. I was getting so excited because I was like, okay, cool. Barney might be here suggesting the, 
Here's how we move forward. Yeah, here's yeah. how. Here's oh no, I do. I've got second. It's oh, come, you do? It's come to me. It's come oh, to me because I need okay. this to be able to sleep tonight. Yeah, right. And okay. have some rela- some relief that we've got something coming. <laughs> okay, so for your lullaby, here's number t- number two. Um, it's gone. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, number two is that when we get in that position of two one, and it's like, well, we we've got ten men, which we've seen before, not with one less man. But we're down now. We need to make up the ground. Okay, let's just go for it. So, so we go from being defensive or whatever the hell we were doing in the first half, and then all of a sudden it's like all out attack, which we have done. I remember in the Crystal Palace one one. Um, I can't think of any other examples right now. But you can't have two modes. One of which is defend and just kind of see what happens, and then attack. <laughs> aggressively like there needs to be a, a, a middle part where we're controlling the ball and and moving into good attacking positions um when the, we aren't in a dire situation i I, t- I totally agree and like shifting between those two modes is it's just not possible to do no i mean it's like if i said uh, hey barney do you want to come around to my place do a puzzle we'll have some tea yeah and then it gets to about 10 30 and i'm like you know what let's hit the club <laughs> Yeah. You're like, no, no, I'm yeah. not. I'm I, not in that yeah. mode. I can't yeah. switch into that now. Yeah. Mm. Whereas if you before we go around, it's like, all right, let's just go out tonight. It's yeah. like, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're prepared to do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I, I agree. It's like when you're playing so badly for so long, it's so difficult then to mm. just I'm really surprised like I'm so surprised how much we did sort of turn it on and kind of push forward and go for it. Yeah. Maybe out of some sort of frustration in Kane's mind. That yeah. just kind of resonated and got out mm. to the rest of the team. Yeah, um, maybe that there was something that it it was just looking so dire that it was like this is not good enough. We need to do something yeah. Um, here. But yeah, it it's that's football, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that's football. Isn't that football? Yeah. Isn't that how we can write this up? Yeah. I, I don't even know. I don't even know how this game finished. And like, I feel like if we got a draw in that game, like. It would have been great. It would have been so good not to lose to Arsenal. Yeah. Um, but the problems are still there. Yeah. In the sense that um, I don't want this to be a thing where we've we've won, we've had a bunch of wins on the trot. Suddenly yep. we have one loss and we're like, it's all over. Yeah. And we start just like panicking and like, oh, it's gone. There's all these issues, all mm. that sort of thing. But I think just what this showed was that um, if we don't play well, there are some problems in the squad that we need to address. Yeah. So this is not throwing the throwing the whole season away. Yeah. Um, but it just means that like, okay, cool. We're at a stage now where when we do play well, we're great. We're doing yep. playing some really good football. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we're not playing well, we can't like ride it out like, you know, like a real top team that is like they might have a bad game, but they'll still manage to sort of come through and win. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're exactly right. <laughs> it, 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 it's like when, yeah, when we've got a lesser team – uh, which Arsenal, see, that's the thing. We have played attacking football against teams that are, you know, lesser than us and beaten them quite comfortably. Arsenal are having a terrible year and we put our tail behind, uh, between our legs and we're like, <laughs> you know, come at us. This is a hard game. It's like, no, <laughs> like go for it. Yeah. I think almost this is one of the games where I, going into the game, I felt more positive about this game than I had about a lot of Arsenal games. Yeah. In the past, yep. since I can sort of remember almost. Mm. Um, and it feels like yeah, Arsenal have had a few results recently. I know they stumbled a little bit, but they, they've gotten a few draws, a couple of wins and that. So they have started playing a little bit better. Yeah. But still, it just felt like it was so kind of there for the taking. Yeah. 
Yep, it was right there, and and we sort of <laughs> turned side on to that opportunity and didn't yeah. want to go into it. Um, I, yeah, I guess it kind of feels like at the end of the day, I think is it better to play badly and lose, or to play well and lose? Yeah. Well, this is you know very much that the game is about glory. You know, like when I like that Everton five force felt terrible. It still felt terrible. It was fun, but it felt terrible. <laughs> yeah. This felt worse because it was Arsenal. I've, I can't. I can't pick between them. Yeah, I think it's like on the if you look at a season as a whole and you like zoom out a little bit. Yeah. We think it's obviously better in a long term scenario to be playing well and to lose. Yeah. Although, actually, hang on, is it? Yeah. Because at least you've got the thing now of like we played badly and we lost. Mm. So we'll be thinking we played badly in that game. Yeah. That's a reason that we lost. Yeah. It wasn't that we just got outclassed by Arsenal. Yeah. And obviously we can't disregard Arsenal from having an influence on us playing badly because mm. obviously they're the opposition. They're going to have yep. some sort of influence, influence on us. Yeah. But really we played shockingly yep. in that game. Yeah. So there is maybe something to take from that of like, well, we played really badly and we lost. Mm. So, you know. That's at least that's good in a way. Yeah. Whereas if we were trying as hard as we could yeah. and we got outclassed by Arsenal and beaten in that manner, yeah. I feel like that might hurt a lot more. Oh yeah. Because we'd think like, okay, we're not at Arsenal's level. Yeah. 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 I think there's a myth around this idea of like, well, at least you gave it your best shot. And if you fell fell short, then uh well, at least you were there. <laughs> that is a painful, painful position to be in, I think. Because your best wasn't good enough for this other team, regardless of how, you know, how they played. Yeah. Um, we have a reason. We've got a justifiable reason why we lost. We played, we played terribly. Yeah. Um, and as much as it's baffling as to why they couldn't seem to get up for this game of all <laughs> games. Um, yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a reason for it, I, I guess. But yeah. Oh, look, it could, it could be, you know, we've spoken about some fatigue sort of starting to settle in. Mm-hmm. Um, and also probably to play how they've been playing in the in the last few weeks at a higher intensity than what they've been used to over the last few months. Yep. That might be having effect as well that maybe that's caught up to us a little bit that yep. we're not used to going out and pressing as much. We're not used to doing that. We've been sitting back so often. Mm. Are we at a stage now where we do that for a few games, we do go out a lot harder. Yep. We're not quite used to having that as sort of a um, you know regular way of playing and we're getting a little bit tired um, from doing that, we're seeing players sort of tire out a little bit and, you know, need a little bit more of a rest. Yeah. Well, I mean, example A of that is Hoybier, who looks toasted, completely toasted, because <laughs> I think he's played almost every single minute of our games in the Premier League. Um, and we have nobody that we can replace him with. Uh, is this Hoybier or Hoybier's brother? Yeah. We have yeah, at the moment. Yeah, exactly. It looks like Hoybier's brother. It looks like Hoybier's brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think at least there is that. You know, the positive uh, notion that Skip is coming back next year. That's true. It seems like to me Skip would be the perfect player to be having in the squad now mm-hmm. and be taking, you know, coming in for certain games or even if Hoiber is playing like 60 minutes in a game, summing him off, playing someone like Skip. Um, I'd prefer to see someone like that than I would say, you know, like someone like Sissoko yep. um, or Winks or someone like that at the moment. Yep, I agree. Yep, it, at least it would feel like you're moving towards sort of the future. Uh, as opposed to playing Sissoko or Winks, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my enemy. So I guess 
you know, it, it is hard, especially because it's a derby, like you said, to not sort of throw the baby out with the bathwater and say, this is it, season's done, um, we're going to be crap now, that's it. Um, we have another game uh, on Friday morning, Melbourne time, which is against uh, Dynamo Zagreb. Oh, That's right. Yeah, I got it right. Go. Hello. Yep. Uh, and then we have Villa, um, which is uh, Monday uh, morning our time. Is it Villa? It's Villa. I thought it was Southampton. Oh. Was it supposed to be Southampton and then it got changed to... The, is this the catch-up game we got to play Villa? Yeah. yeah it's a Maybe that game. got switched then. Mm. So then it's Villa. It, so many, so many uh, fixtures are just moving around. <laughs> yeah, like my calendar that I've synced from it's Tottenham Hotspur's official calendar that is yep. synced onto my phone. Yep. has not been updating. Yeah, um, it has the I think the the fixture from the start of the season. Uh, so I'm double checking all the time and just getting like notifications. It's like, oh, got to get up for Chelsea in the morning. I'm yeah. like, mm, is that happening? Yeah. Like, what have I missed here? <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Or I'll see a game after it's been played. I'm like, no, there's no way that I missed that. Yeah, what? Yeah. And it's just all over the place. Mm. Uh, but on that note, uh, Dynamo, we have to go through against Dynamo. We have to. Yeah. Like based on last week's performance, are you concerned about Dynamo? No. Based on the Arsenal performance, are you a bit concerned about Dinamo? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm, I am, based on that performance, I am very concerned about Dinamo um, because I don't know how the game's going to be approached. Um, are we going to try and blast them uh, out of the water? No, I would say probably not. I would say, uh, even though in uh, his post-match presser, Jose said it's only two goals, it's not enough, we've got to go there and attack. I don't think we'll do that. <laughs> I think we will try and hold on to a two-goal lead. Um, we ha- we have to win. The the only thing positive I take from it is I feel if Dynamo's uh, manager, Mamich, I think it's Mamich, um, he's sitting there this week. It, their whole team's probably gathered around after training. They've watched their Arsenal Spurs game. Mm-hmm. And they're like, all right, we don't know what happened then. Yeah. Uh, don't actually know how to set up against Spurs now. <laughs> yeah. Just looks like they capitulated in that one. And yeah. They just didn't do anything. So yeah. do we not do anything? Because yeah. um, they kind of tried to like hit us on the counter in the first game. They did. Um, and you know there was a lot of talk beforehand of like they've got these attacking players, they got mm. a lot of speed on the counter, all that sort of stuff. And they tried to do that, and they couldn't even get anywhere near it. Really. Yeah. Like, I know they got forward a couple of times, but there were no serious like chances that they kind of created. Yeah. So I would feel. Like, you know, Dynamo have to go for it this game. They can't sit back. They're mm. already chasing two goals. Yeah. Um, they're going to be at home, which doesn't mean as much at the moment um, unless the travel factor comes into it yep. um, from Spurs. But see, I don't know how much these long travel trips, like I think it depends if you're getting in at four or five at night and um, you, you're having like really long hours and that, I can see how that would really affect it. Yeah. But if you just hop, like head over there during the day, like go yeah. leave late morning. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you get to Croatia in a few hours, you know, you've probably got time to just go and, you know, sit by the shore, have a, have a little drink or two. Well, not, I mean, not an alcoholic <laughs> drink, obviously, but like a sparkling water, sparkling water or milk yep. or something. Yeah. Um, just relax, you know, mm. I don't know, just chill out not, not just fly around at crazy times. Yeah. Um, like I feel like, <laughs> I guess what I'm getting at is if we lose this game, <laughs> I feel like there's no real excuse given where we are and yep. how they played last time. Yep. Yep. I think given the bad faith of losing, I mean, we went through Jose's going to lose his job like a month ago. If we lose this, 
and we lo- we get knocked out of the Europa League. So that's another uh, trophy gone for the serial winner. We're not winning the Premier League, which means all we have left is the Carabao Cup. You're you're ruling us out of the Premier League. <laughs> I you know what. <laughs> I am. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Are you still? You still thinking? Well, look. Is it mathematically possible still? I probably would say no. <laughs> <laughs> I think the math the mathematical probability probably went out the window mm. a few months ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I agree. If we go out of this as well, ooh, ooh, yeah, not good. And then Villa is a is a game that we could very much lose on yeah. Monday morning. Um. I'm not looking forward to that game at all. No, and I think, I think even if we do well against Dynamo, mm. we should. We're going to. Okay. You, yeah. Okay. Look, this could come back to uh, to bite me. I remember last last uh, episode, I was very confident against Arsenal. Yeah. And that obviously hasn't worked out no. so much. But I'm feeling pretty confident and, and uh, sorry, pretty confident. <laughs> pretty conf- confident. Am I believing this, or I'm am I trying sure. to force it yeah. out? <laughs> I'm feeling quite confident. Have you just completely detached from yourself right now? Yeah, I don't know what's going on anymore. Yeah. My mind's just gone like, no, I'm not allowing you to say these words Um, because you don't want to jinx this result. Yeah. But I am feeling quite confident against... Yeah. Confident against Dynamo. Mm -hmm. Um, I I, I genuinely am. Yeah. Um, I agree the Villa game is a bit more like, who really knows at the moment? You think you start getting a run in the Premier League and then... Results just happen. Yeah. Um, especially this season. So, like, you get those situations where people go, is this a must win? Like, every single game now is a must win game. Mm-hmm. We're not going to win all of them by mm. any stretch yep. or even remotely close. Yeah. Um, I think we just need to also kind of hope that all the other teams around us struggle to pick up form as well and yep. they keep sort of stumbling through it. Mm. Um, and then it's just an interesting finish, um, you know, how we get to the end of the season. Yeah, well, yeah, after that we have Newcastle, then Man U, Everton, City in the final, Sheffield, Leeds, Wolves, Villa, and Leicester. Right. It's like your brain goes, hmm, most of those are winnable games. Yeah. But then there's also like Leicester is a challenging one, obviously. Man U, challenging. Pretty much all the game, <laughs> all the Premier League games are challenging at the moment. Yeah. Um, I think are we playing any of are any of those teams in relegation spots at the moment? Um, Sheffield, but they're done. So Newcastle were probably pretty close. Also, there's no second. We have only played Southampton once, haven't we? I'm not. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. So there will be a Southampton game in there as well that is not uh, available to me at the moment. But yeah, because I think once once we get to the end of the season, the only games that I get a little bit worried about are those relegation. relegation. Yeah. Because if they're scrapping for their careers. Yeah. Like some of these players are fighting for their lives. Yeah. We don't want to, yeah. you know, you don't want to get in those situations. Sometimes you play that and you just wipe them off the park. Mm-hmm. But they're, I think, they're in the games, which is puts a little seed of doubt. Yep. Yep. I agree. In terms of what happens there. So, I mean, look, are you still confident of, of um, challenging for, for fourth? Or do you really think Europa is our way in to Champions League next season? I think that it would be hilarious for us to just luck into fourth. Like I think that I think it could happen, but having said that, I also uh, am tipping us to have a horrendous game against Dynamo. <laughs> no, no, buddy, please. <laughs> I am tipping us to have a horrible game against Dynamo. I think it's going to be terrible. What's your predicted scoreline against Dynamo? I think, I think it'll be a draw. 
Well, that's okay then. That's and we'll come out, but the game will be so dour <laughs> okay. that it will feel like a loss. So you're saying that the morale carrying on from that game is going to what's that's yeah. going to be the problem, yeah. not actually the result yeah. itself. Because if you're going to say, you know, oh, I think we might lose 5 0 or something, yeah. oh, no. I'd be like, I don't know if it's quite yeah. time for that yeah. sort of talk. <laughs> no, no, no. I think we'll draw, but it will be a bad draw. Yeah. Yeah. It could very well be. And then look, if we don't finish fourth, um, in the league, there's still Europa. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be playing in the uh, Europa Conference League yep. next season. I'm loving at the moment how all the commentators are like, well, they want to avoid finishing seventh <laughs> <laughs> because then you'll have to play in the Conference League. I like, I lo- like, when is this going to stop with, like, I, I know this doesn't necessarily come from the clubs as much as mm. the greed around the the tv rights and all that yeah. sort of stuff and mm, how can we have another Euro- european league <laughs> yeah. mm, seventh place team yeah. um let's split up europa league into two mm. i don't just don't know who's at the meeting is going you know what great idea great, great idea. idea great idea like yep. is there what happens a couple of seasons later do we have like the Europa mini conference? Yeah. The junior conference yeah. or does it keep going down? The Europa local league? Yeah, like eventually. It, yeah. Basically any spot you finish in in the Premier League qualifies you for a European league. Yeah, yeah. It just adds more games to the <laughs> schedule. To the yeah. schedule. Um, yeah. Look, I, I think this the last few weeks have been very positive. Yes. We've had some very good results. Yes. Um, so let's not get too carried away of the season being over. Mm-hmm. Um, but today has been a nice time to reflect Yep. Uh, on where we are Yes. Yep. at the moment. Um, you know, it reminds us of our own mortality. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm sick. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm aware of my own mortality. So yeah. that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Barney is sick. We yep. need to get that clear. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, so, you know, we have this result. We move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still take some joy from the fact that we're four points ahead of Arsenal in the table. Yes. So even all this North London is red, North London is red. Yeah. Well, realistically, North London's kind of purple because we beat you first and yeah. it's kind of, meh, and we're above you in the league. So yeah. we're still above Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Overall, we're still doing better than Arsenal. Yeah. Um, so, you know, let, let's let's kind of try to pick ourselves up, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, hopefully have a good result against Villa. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. So we will be back to do Europa and Villa, I think, in the same pod. We won't do a separate, unless you think Villa is the... Uh, We might be doing, I think we might do a Europa pod. Yeah. uh, Because then we might do Villa and we've got a special guest next week. Ah, uh, of course. Joining us. I'm sick. I I can't. It's it's okay. Barney's sick. Yeah. Barney's sick. (laughs) Yeah. We do have a very special guest. That's right. How could I forget? I'm so excited for this. Yeah. So excited. So we're going to do another, we'll do a pod after Europa League. Yes. Um, And hopefully in that, um, Chelsea go out of the Champions League. Oh. Uh, in which case we can celebrate that as yep, well. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and then after that, we're going to do uh, we'll, we'll chat the Villa game, mm-hmm. and we have our uh, special guest next week, where we're going to look maybe into a bit more of Tottenham history. Yeah, yeah. Can we reveal the special guest, or is it a surprise? Uh, do you want to reveal? Yeah, yeah. Dan's dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. my dad, who has uh, been a, uh, a Spurs fan for a very long time. Yeah, uh, he'll be joining us next week. Um, and yeah. We're going to sort of uh, take on a, a different light 
um, mm. and explore some different things and, uh, you know, chat about the history and chat about what's changed, what's different, yep. um, what's the same, mm. <laughs> if there are any repeated <laughs> things that are happening, yep. um, anything like that. So I'm looking forward to that. That'll, yep. Be, yep. that'll be nice to, um, you know, to delve back in that and, and learn where we've come from as a mm. club a little bit more. Yeah. I'm going to get schooled. <laughs> <laughs> He'll probably come in with a quiz and yeah. <laughs> mark you very harshly. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I've heard there may be some spreadsheets, there may be some dossiers. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Very much on the cards. Very much on the cards. Uh, so, yeah, look, thank you for uh, joining us today uh, to mourn mm. the, uh, the loss this mm. morning against Arsenal. Yeah. Um, may this game rest in peace and never be spoken of ever again. Yeah. I feel like we've forgotten to mention that we're both wearing all black. We are wearing all black yeah, here in in morning. In morning, yeah. And I'm I'm gonna fast for a few days. Mm, yep. Um, I will be. I'll be having a long lie down. Well, you're sick. So yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sick. So that's uh, that's enough. Thanks. Actually, <laughs> that's enough. Yeah. Uh, so look, thank you for joining us again for uh, a bit Spursy. I've been Dan. I've been Barney, and we'll catch you next time. Catch you next time. <laughs> And uh, look, we're back, like a uh, Marvel post-credit yep, or mid-credit sequence. Yep. We've just remembered something. Yep, that's right. Uh, we just remembered that uh, Matt Doherty had those uh, tweets that Tottenham posted about where he did that little smarmy little grin yep. <laughs> next to... What was the tweet again? And he deleted the tweet which said, I love Arsenal forever and ever. Yep. And that explains everything. everything. You've been listening to A Bit Spursy. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Email us at hello at abitspursy.com and subscribe via your usual podcast platforms.